Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ellie. And I believe Hello. there's Dr. Jack. Welcome back, uh, my friend. How are you? Well, James, good to talk to you. It's uh, always good to be home. Uh, what's going on? Now, l- Let's talk about your trip. You have been all over the place, my friend. It uh, it has been a busy travel year, uh, over a hundred thousand air miles in five months. So that's enough to wear wear out an old guy like me. Um, the, the the recent trip, James, was 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 both productive and really interesting. Um, as I think you know, I was in the uh, the UK uh, over. During the president's visit, uh, that kind of morphed into the the D-Day celebrations. I was uh, in Oxford to chair a cyber conference, but you know, back in London, and uh, you know, it was really gratifying uh, to me. You know, I had uh, you know, I had a, a father and uncles who served in World War II. One of them, uh, one of the uncles, jumped at D-Day actually uh, with the 101st Airborne Division. And the, the, the Brits did, uh, you know, a great job of uh, hosting both the, you know, the president during his visit. Uh, that went, you know, pretty well. Uh, and then, again, that kind of evolved into the, uh, the D-Day celebrations, first in, um, uh, in London, and then they went down to Portsmouth, where, uh, you know, the, the flotilla uh, left... Um, England to, you know, to go to uh, Normandy during D-Day. The Queen was in good form. Uh, She spoke, gave a very nice speech. Uh, The President gave a very brief remarks that, you know, drew upon what FDR did uh, during D-Day. So, I mean, it was all very well done. Um, uh, No real controversies. Uh, They honored, uh, which was really a nice touch. There were I think about 300 veterans from the the D-Day campaign who are still uh, who are there, still alive. Uh, they're all probably mid 90s. Uh, some of them were certainly physically in better shape than others. Uh, but it but it was a moving uh, few days tributes to you know the valor of the you know not only the the Americans, the British, but uh, the French who took part and you know, and others as well. So it was, uh, you know, it was a real uh, opportunity to, you know, to be there and just, um, you know, see that, you know, how the British respect their veterans. Uh, so I mean, it was a, it was a good week, and um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to have been uh, been there and part of it. We've got Dr. Jack Curabelli with us today. He joins us live here on the big broadcast, and. Uh, Dr. Jack has just recently returned from a uh, big trip uh, overseas. Uh, w- w- what are some folks saying about uh, the, the way things are going in politics in the United States? Well, there's, uh, uh, there's, there's certainly great interest. Uh, you know, they're uh, aware of the, um, 
you know, we've got a, a presidential campaign that, uh, you know, is still a little ways off, but, you know, obviously it grows closer every day. Uh, I had uh, dinner, James, with a senior member of the British Parliament, one of the committee chairmen, and he just, uh, he's a very good man, uh, you know, very well informed of, you know, what we're doing, uh, a lot of questions, uh, you know, not only about, uh, you know, Trump's chances, of course, uh, but certainly who the, you know, Democratic uh, front runners, you know, are looking to be. Um, you know, the uh, London, the London papers, of which there are, you know, a good number, uh, you know, follow U.S. politics probably more closely than, than the reverse here, than even the, uh, you know, some of the decent uh, remaining U.S. papers. The, so, you know, the British care about us a lot. They're, uh, they're paying close attention already to the politics. Uh, there's a lot of questions about whether, uh, obviously, Trump can win a uh, second uh, term in office. Uh, there does not seem to be uh, much enthusiasm for, you know, any of the Democrats at this point. You know, I think the if you were over in London and we were talking over a, a pint of beer, we'd be hearing a lot about uh, people handicapping uh, Joe Biden's chances uh, to get the nomination and, and beat the president. But, but again, a long way to go, and as the you know, the Brits are watching us. The Brits are also, uh, you know, in the middle of uh, or in the really the front end of selecting a successor to Theresa May. She uh, recently has said she would uh, resign as prime minister and head of the Conservative Party. Uh, the, uh, the betting odds right now are for Boris Johnson uh, to become the next prime minister. But again, that process... Uh, it still has weeks to go. Uh, he's very pro-American. Uh, he's a little bit of a of a wild man. Uh, he would like to get the uh, get the, the the Brexit issue resolved. It's been uh, hanging uh, high and heavy over the Brits for really three years now. Uh, so I mean, he just wants to get on with it. Theresa May failed to uh, deliver on Brexit for. A lot of reasons. I'm not sure that Boris Johnson could do much better. Of course, he says he will. Uh, so there's a lot of uncertainty in both the politics in in, in Britain, uh, obviously as well as the states. So you know the democracies are all trying to figure these things out. So it's a uh, it's an interesting time to be in in in, in both countries. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, you do a lot of, uh, you've got a lot of knowledge in the Middle East. What do you make of this uh, tanker torpedo attack in Hormuz today? The USA is blaming Iran for it. Well, uh, this is serious stuff. Um, I do follow it closely, James. The, uh, you know, I'm not really surprised. Uh, this is a you know a form of uh, asymmetric warfare. In, in here's what I mean by it. You know the U.S. recently came to the policy decision that we would no longer grant waivers to countries like Japan and China and India uh, in, in sort of a, a allowing them, if you will, to buy Iranian oil. So we we ended those waivers 
that allowed those countries to do it without sanctions from the U.S. So what that means is the, um, those countries have started to uh, cut back on their purchases of Iranian oil. Uh, Saudi oil production uh, has been upped to compensate uh, for, the, for Iran. Obviously, that means that their hard currency earnings from oil, which are extremely important for the economy, uh, are, are being hard hit. The Iranian economy is in close to free fall. The, uh, the inflation rate is very high. So Iran obviously does not want a direct war with the United States. What they want to do, and here's my, why I said asymmetric warfare, they are, uh, as they have in the past, often tried to resort to things that wouldn't necessarily trigger a war, but could impose, you know, some penalties or hardships on others, including us. So, you know, what they're trying to do, and I believe fully that Iran was responsible for these attacks as they were for attacks uh, similar uh, a couple of weeks ago. I believe that Iran is, you know, trying again to sort of uh, show that it's not powerless. Uh, there's a, certainly, a, you know, I think a realistic chance that uh, these attacks will, at least in the short term, uh, drive oil prices higher. Uh, at least 20% of the world's Oil supply comes from through the Persian Gulf, Strait of Hormuz, uh, and if there's the perception or the reality that those supplies are being compromised, then as you know, we're in the summer, the driving season, uh, you know, there's certainly a chance that, uh, you know, oil prices here could, you know, spike a fair amount. I, I don't want to start any panic. Uh, we need to just watch this carefully. But, you know, the, the reality is that the administration here uh, is squeezing Iran hard. I think Iran's trying to kick back a little bit. Uh, so this is still fragile. Uh, do I think Iran wants a real war? No, I, I don't, and I'm not sure the administration really does either. But we have not seen the end of this, uh, this kind of dust-up. James, so over the next weeks, we, uh, you know, we should watch it, uh, look at the consequences, see how others are reacting in the region, see how Trump reacts, um, and then, uh, you know, may maybe talk about it in a, you know, week, week or two time. We have got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He joins us live here in our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border, and uh, he is doing all sorts of things with his uh, latest book on cybersecurity. Bring us up to speed on that. Well, you know, uh, the, the good thing, James, about chairing a cyber conference in Oxford is you get to talk about a book you've written on cybersecurity, uh, and I certainly had the opportunity. We had a great uh, international group uh, at Oxford to talk about it, and uh, the book here, I think, on Amazon is uh, you know, doing very well. Uh, it seems to have uh, uh, also had a found a nice audience in the UK. As uh, we talked about before, my co-author is a is a British expert, so you know we're having fun with it. Uh, you know those issues of uh, Huawei and 5G and Facebook and privacy. You know those are all cyber-related issues. 
uh, you know, I took them up in the book. Uh, we talk about them a lot. And, you know, if nothing else, the book uh, to me is really timely, and I'm pleased by that. So we're, you know, we're just going to go full steam ahead. And uh, I'm actually in a week going to be in Rome, uh, Italy, to talk about cyber issues as well. So we're, you know, we're just pushing hard, but I think we've got a, a great product that, uh, you know, I hope some of your listeners will, will give a look, and it's on, it's on Amazon, of course, under my name, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We have got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today, and Doctor, uh, thanks for being with us, and we will talk to you soon. Appreciate it, my friend. James, great to be with you, and uh, for you and your listeners, I hope you have a a, a great summer and a, and a safe one. Yes, I am looking forward to talking to you uh, here in a few weeks when you get back from your next trip, my friend. We will talk. Thanks, James. Thank you. There he goes, Dr. Jack Caravelli, and uh, we are going to take a time out. When we come back, we've got more coming up on the other side. Paul, Modern Day Life Observed Through the Eyes of Two Cats and an Englishman from author Alan Gilmore. Available on Amazon is an inspiring and heartfelt look at life through the eyes of two cats. Our modern hectic lifestyles have helped create dissatisfaction, illness, and disassociation with our true selves. Although cats are often puzzled by the human race's actions and therefore are incapable of knowing everything about the human world, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.